0: My parents have a dog named Mickey, and he is an excitable dog, annoyingly excitable. And so my parents have set up these electronic fences in certain areas of their house, and they make Mickey wear the corresponding shock collar so that if he breaks a particular barrier, he gets shocked. But if he gets close to the fence, then a beeping sound goes off. So the other day, we were all in the dining room, sitting down, eating a meal, which is an area that's restricted to Mickey. So what does he do? He sits right in the doorway, making that beeping noise go off. And if one person even makes one small move that even resembles getting up close to Mickey, then Mickey's ears perk up and that tail starts wagging, thinking that someone is about to approach him and that he will be ready to shower them with licks and kisses. As silly as that sounds, that's how some people think of God. Not that He's holy, just, and righteous, but that He's only there to shower mankind with unconditional love with no regard to rebellion or sin. That He's just waiting on pins and needles to be approached by us. Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. What does Mickey have to do with John 17 and eternal life and God's glory? Listen to what it says in John 17, verse 3. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. Jesus says, Father, I'm ready for the cross so that you can be glorified. And you are glorified when your people truly know you. And I'm ready to die so that others can live in communion with you. But how does Jesus' death accomplish this? How does Jesus' death allow him to give eternal life to all those God has given him? And how does this allow them to know God? Well, the laws of God are going to be the standard by which God is going to judge everyone in the world. And the judgment will not just have to do with actions, but your thought life and the intentions and motivations of your heart. It'll be like one of those movies to where people can hear what you are thinking. There will be no hiding from the darkness of your own heart and mind. Can you imagine how horrifying that day is going to be? I mean, the best week of your life will be more horrifying than anything we watch on 2020 or Dateline. That's the reality, that's the news for us, that we will stand before a holy and just and righteous judge not a God who has no regard for rebellion, not a God who just lavishes on us unconditional love without paying attention to our sin. So what does Jesus do so that we can know God in a good, life-giving way? Well, look at what he says in the text. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. Well, what's Jesus speaking of? How did Jesus glorify God? Remember, To glorify someone means to celebrate them and make them look really good by exposing their true nature. And that's exactly what Jesus did when he was on the earth. Jesus exposed the Father's justice and righteousness to the religious gatekeepers of his day. Jesus exposed God's sovereignty and power over all creation. Jesus put on display the love and the grace of God to the broken, the outcast, and the least of these. Jesus revealed to us the truth concerning God. But how do we gain access to this kind, gracious, merciful, but also holy God if we are deceitful and hateful and selfish and weak? In God's plan of redemption, He sends His Son who willingly and faithfully obeys His Father in carrying our sin to the cross on His body. And Jesus receives the righteous judgment we deserve. Jesus receives the sentence and the punishment that our crimes have earned, which is the wrath of God, so that forgiveness can be mined. Not by working for it, but by trusting in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Mm. That is good news. And when a person trusts that, that Jesus provides eternal life for them, justly and rightly so, then eternal life becomes their. Because not only did Jesus die for our sin, but he also rose from the dead because he's more powerful than Satan, sin, and death. Jesus is the only one who could do that because of his perfection. He was the perfect sacrifice and the only one in whom salvation is found. So why would you reject this? Why would you not deem this good news? Why would you run from forgiveness and life? And so the call upon your life today from God is to turn away from your sin and selfishness and turn to Jesus today and embrace Him in simple faith. The psalm writer said, Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you. Today, when you pray, please pray for Milan Bulak, our missionary in the Czech Republic. Also, remember the Kekchi LifeWord broadcast in Guatemala.